can I have a co co MVPs? Can, 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 <laughs> nope. It's the the William brothers. It's got to be them two. Nah, you can't phone a friend. You can't do anything. Well, any mini mini mo, which one of them brothers you want? One of pick one. They both balling. So you, whichever one you decide, that's the one it's gonna be. Back. Yeah, here with your man Lavernius Coles and his buddy Wayne Corbett, man. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. So Victory Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I got on the I got on it with you and you're just sitting there all like dreary and tired and it goes five, four, three, two, one, and then you just wake up and uh <laughs> get, get to start the show. Uh you were at the game. I did not get a chance to go. Uh what were your feeling? Uh, you know, winning that game, uh, you know, with the interception into the game. Well, I tell you what, it was a little bit different for me this time because I actually was, uh, I went to the green room. I started off there and then I had some buddies uh, come in and they wanted me to come up to the Fanatic suite. I guess the guys from Fanatics had a suite. I guess they're big Eagles fans. So I ended up going to the suite and I had only anticipated staying there just to say hello for maybe about five or ten minutes. But of course, you know your buddy had to. Uh, they uh, uh, offered to order me some 1942 Don Julio, so right. that turned into me sitting there the whole game. And needless to say, out of probably the 15 people in that that suite, <laughs> maybe two people cheering for the Jets up in there. <laughs> That's so, good. Yeah, everybody, everybody's Phillies fans, and uh, you know, uh, you know, my kid goes to school with a lot of guys, kids from Philly, and you know, they're just bashing the whole time. And then the game ends, and you just you want to say it all, but you don't have to say anything. But you know, the dads call, you text me, they're like, "Oh yeah, you can't win with four turnovers." It's like an excuse. Listen, they got to be <laughs> fair and square. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, were you surprised with the, how how they played that they can come away with a win? I mean, what was your you know uh, level um, of? Uh, it, it, it's similar to what we went through with Buffalo the first game of the year. Four turnovers is hard to overcome. It's just that's the, the the rule of thumb. We didn't turn the ball over, so that doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah. What what was shocking was the attendance of the Eagles fans in the stadium. When when I got there, I walked around. I went out to Lot J uh, to say hello to the Gotham City crew, uh, like we normally do. And man, the Eagles had taken over MetLife. I'm to my no exaggeration. It was like. You would have thought it was an Eagles home game when I was walking around all the jerseys that was out in the parking lot. I don't know how they got a hold of them tickets or whether Jet fans didn't think we had a chance, but that stadium was more than 40% Eagles jerseys in there. I could tell you that much. And to get a victory in that atmosphere, pretty good. Because when our team came out and they started booing, it felt like it was an away game. They booed yeah. our team out in the beginning of the game. That's yeah, how loud yeah. they were overtaking our stadium. I was like, man, wow, this is amazing. That's only the positive. Problem. I said, you only positive. Yeah. They right. have green, too, in their uniforms. <laughs> so, right. so it didn't look too bad. That was the only right. thing they saved. Because if it had been another team, it wouldn't have looked well on camera. I could tell you that much. Yeah, it's funny because um, when we in the green room, you're, kind of, you're not outside, but you watching the screens inside. And in games like that, you hear a cheer, and it's delayed, and you're like, I really can't tell if that's Philly fans or Jet fans. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, listen, I mean, my confidence level was, you know, we need to play a game like we did. Defense has to dominate. Offense has to not mess up too much. So, yeah, if, if you told me or if I told you before the season that we could be 3-3 three and three at the bye, would you have taken that? Of course. I mean, we got to think about this. They had the the toughest schedule in the NFL the first six games of the season. That's saying a lot. And it doesn't get any easier. I just took a look at their schedule uh, coming up. So they got the Chargers. I think they play in L.A. Then they have Las Vegas. Then they have the Bills and the Dolphins back-to-back. Yeah. That is not a beautiful stretch right there. (laughs) Offensively, we have to figure it out, especially against the Dolphins. And our defense is playing about as well as you can ask them to do, so we'll get to them later. But offensively, we're going to have to muster some points Um, because you can't expect the defense to go out and get four turnovers every week. It's just not feasible. So offensively, we got to find a way to manufacture some points. I don't care. If we got to start doing gadget plays, trick plays, throwbacks, uh, reverse, 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 double reverse, throw touchdown, whatever you need to do, we have to figure uh, out a way to get manufacture some points. I know. I, I got it. I, I, I cracked the code. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching the game. You know, I'm excited. And um, I can't see. So I had the couch off the wall pushed, like, right in front of the TV. And when Zach took that big sack, like, I threw my water bottle, hit the thing, and I'm like, you know what? If they put Greg DeLake in at quarterback, I think, <laughs> in the red zone, there's something there. He can't get right to him. That's the MVP, you know, uh, not besides the defense. This guy, you know, five for five, four for four, um, it's just uh, he's keeping them in the game. Um, and, you know, Coach Salas said – you know, we're doing a good job getting down there, just not getting in. But it's like, you know, it's the, the big battles, you know, that last the couple yards. So uh, they can't win if they don't score. But if they go error-free, no turnovers, they have a chance in every game. Yeah, that's the key. I mean, because defense is going to be the, be the defense. But offensively, when you got uh, high-powered teams coming, uh, coming up that's able to somehow put points on the board, because, again, the defense has been giving up. Touchdowns the first drive. I don't know what's going on with that, um, but and I, and I don't think our offense is built to play from behind at this point. Yeah. So I think we need to find a way to somehow get a field goal on our first drive, get a touchdown, get something going early, and play from ahead, ahead uh, of teams so that it gives us a better chance. Because, like I say, with us playing offense the way we are, we we can't depend on the defense to get four turnovers. It's not going to happen that way week in week out. And I'm just yeah. excited that, you know, they got the victory going in the bye week. Got a little banged up. I seen Garrett uh, getting looked at throughout the game. So hopefully this bye week helps him out and gives him an opportunity to get ready. It also gives the offensive uh, coordinator and coaches a time to self-evaluate, which I think is really important, self-scout, because I don't think it's good when I'm sitting there staring at the field and knowing exactly what's about to come whether we're running or whether we're passing based on formation or who's in the game in certain packages, um, that ain't good. So got time to get it together, got got, got, a, got a good victory a week. A couple guys had birthdays um, throughout the week. Uh, 
So, I mean, they went partying in the city after the game. So You're rolling. I'm sure. You're rolling right now, dude. <laughs> You're rolling, like, topic after topic. Go ahead. Welcome to the uh, Lavernius Wayne Show starring Lavernius Coles. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lavernius. Hey, yeah, bad, I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm like, I, I, gave the offense, I gave the offense a B minus. So, you know, that's that was my grade. They ended up getting a B minus, and they got that because we won the game. Of course, um, they made some good plays down the road. Neither team was able to really rush the ball at all. We didn't rush the ball very well. Um, Brees didn't didn't get off like he normally do. And I said teams are gonna start stacking the box, and they're gonna stare at Zach and say, "You're gonna have to beat us." So he's gonna have to play a bit better because they're not gonna let Brees gash him. Uh, anymore they're just gonna say you know what we we know what he's about he's electric let's see if yeah. zach can beat us with his arm we know um garrett is amazing uh i, I think Corey davis is sorely missed at this point uh, i watch alan zard play he's a he's a range he's a long guy but he doesn't move very well when i watched him uh this weekend um so we need a little help there and then Randall Cobb is our age, so you know he's only able to give you probably four or five plays a game. So that that ain't much in that. And McCole Hartman, he's stiff as a board sitting over there on the sideline because he comes in one play uh, every quarter. So what are we gonna do, man? What what, what are you expecting? The offensive lineman is, is 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 was crumbling like a, a stale pretzel out there, man. It, it was it wasn't looking good when that kid was getting beat up out there. What you laughing at, man? <laughs> You know what? I'm, I'm what? picturing a, a pretzel getting in the city on the corner, and I'm like, those things crumble. Like <laughs> they really do crumble. Uh, I didn't know this. I didn't want. I was a, just wiped my face. Yeah, I see. That. I see the ring. I see the ring. Beautiful. Yeah, I did an appearance today, but uh, yeah, same thing. B minus, C plus. Doesn't. No turnovers is great. Um, Man, I'm shocked that Dalvin Cook hasn't done much or Michael Carter. But Brees, I mean, obviously, him not having a pitch count uh, and getting the ball. Garrett is something, man. I heard, I listened to him on uh, the radio today. And just how he's talking. He's saying all the right things. But he seems like he's just a nice, sweet kid, team player. Uh, I don't know if he knows how good he is. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, he, he's that good. I mean, like, I, I was talking to someone today that um, – is a Vikings fan, and we're just talking about the difference between Justin Jefferson and Garrett Wilson. And uh, I gotta say, th those are probably two of the top uh, receivers right now. You know, young receivers in the league. So yeah, B minus. You know, good call, play calls, and uh, like I said, the biggest thing is no turnovers. Okay. Well, I mean, that was great. I got to see. Actually, I got to see his dad for the first time. Garrett Wilson's dad on the elevator coming down after the game. Uh, he was on. He's tall, tall dude. So I. I I mean, Garrett didn't get his dad's height because his dad is tall. He's a tall gentleman. So, but um, of course, he's one of the top guys. And then we'll, what we'll do is we'll move on to the uh, defense. So defensively, they play spectacular. I gave them an A minus, of course. Um, I just don't like the fact that a lot of teams go down the field at the beginning of the game and score. They had a, a several third and longs at the beginning. I think it was like a third and eight. They had one time I think a third and eleven and. They, they picked up those first downs on the first drive, which I, I was disheartening because I'm like, okay, defense is going to get off the field, get the ball, uh, make a short field, and here we go. They go down the field and score. 
uh, which puts your, your your heart in your shoes because you know our offense isn't built to play from behind. But uh, outside of that, they were lights out. And and then we had all the injuries in the secondary, and the kids played well. What do you think, man? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny. I think they had like an 18-play drive, so something crazy like that. <laughs> and then um, we did them one better. We had a 10-play drive for 16 yards. That's the one of me. 10 plays out of 16 yards. You know, think about that. If you that's fall hard. forward, how far can if you I'll tell you, if you fall forward, that's more than 1.6 yards per play. So yeah. Um yeah, defense is phenomenal. Um, you know, they rose to the occasion and, and say it's a bend but don't break, you know, they're letting teams down there, and it's the opposite. You know, we're doing good in the red zone. But uh, yeah, I mean just the guys who had to step up and uh just watching Quincy and Mosley. Uh, and big boy Quinn got a Quinn got a, a pick. Um, oh, I think I think Quincy, Quincy hit him. I mean, yeah, the defense is solid, which um, leads me to uh, coaching. Um, you know, it is what it is. I think Hackett's getting more used to using Zach as a quarterback than Aaron's system. But the job that the defense coordinator did, putting you know the scheme to kind of protect the two. Uh, guys replacing Sauce and, and Reed, uh, you know, and just the way that Salah rallies the team, you know, with the injuries and everything else, uh, you know, I'm high, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a B plus, A minus for, uh, for coaching. I think they did a hell of a job uh, across the board. Well, coach and I ended up giving them a B um, because again, I don't, I don't think um, you're, you're, you're playing to our strengths offensively. Um, hell, I mean, uh, I, I think I, when I looked at total yards, we may have had a hundred and something yards uh, passing, and then maybe a maybe a hundred yards rushing. I think one guy had like eighty, and then everybody else really didn't have much of nothing. So it was it's just one of those things we have to find manufacture some some offense um, and help our defense out. Now, now the the ten play drive for sixteen yards was amazing. It gave our defense chance to rest which is great. Anytime you can send them guys out there fresh, <laughs> that's, that's helpful. Taking a lot of time off the clock, but I mean, that ain't productive. Let's just be real about it. Hey, hey, you, you're not getting anywhere on drives like that, but yeah. um, I, I think, I think it gives up, we have so much depth defensively and they rotate the guys in so much to make plays. Um, I think that's one of the big advantages that we have. And I think that's going to help us match up well against um the Dolphins when they come in because the Dolphins defense ain't strong as some of these other teams we're about to uh, meet up with soon here uh, in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, we're gonna have to score score some points though, man. It's uh, it's you don't think our defense will hold them to like 21, 28 points? Hey, they could do that, you know, and get the turnover. Um, what is your feeling? Let's look at the. I'm curious, who's your MVP on the defense? Through uh, six games going into the bye, if you had to pick somebody. Oh, oh shoot! Can, can I? Can I? Can I have a co co MVPs? Can, can, can. <laughs> nope. It's the the William brothers. It's got to be them two. Nah, you can't phone a friend. You can't do anything. Well, any mini mini which one of them brothers you want? One, one pick one. They both balling. So you, whichever one you decide, that's the one it's gonna be because. They both are balling. Did you see that man catch that, get that pick the other day? I think brother hit the ball. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's almost like he had, you see how small the ball looking to handle it? Like he had a yeah. Twinkie running out the cafeteria. Man, he was out of there. I'm talking about, he was getting it. So, yeah. No. He was holding it like this. It was like, yeah. You know what? Yeah. The closest thing I ever had uh, on the field to a brother was playing this dog's barking. Stop. This dog outside. Uh, the closest thing I ever had, you know, on the, it was me, me and you was like uh, brothers, and I felt that love out there and the connection we had, and good or bad, we were smiling and joking, and we knew, we knew something they didn't know. We knew no matter what we, me and you could go out there and do work, uh, and it was like I make a play and you top me, and then I try to top you, but I can't imagine being out there with like my my blood, you know what I mean? Like Bro. two brothers out there, one behind the other, man, that's got to be. Yeah. That's got to be the best feeling in the world. And, you know, yeah. It's kind of weird. The big brother's up, a little brother's up front, but he's the big brother. But the little yeah. brother's behind him, but he's the older brother. So, I mean, mom got to be proud. The family has to be proud. Yeah. What what a great situation to be in and to have both on playing at an all-pro level right now. Think yeah. about that. Two all-pros. No. Uh, we should have at least four all pros on that defense if not more right. this year at yeah. least four because these yeah, guys I mean, are lights out so i look forward to see the accolades at the end of the season um it's going to be fun uh hopefully they can keep these guys around because if they watching what we watching them other teams gonna be coming with that checkbook wide open so i'm letting you know now mr johnson that why that why Mr. Johnson. They, did you know the fans is mad at me the other day? Like I uh charged them for uh prices for the game. I'm out there walking to Lot J, and somebody approached me and said, "Hey, Vernon." I said, uh, "Hey, how you doing, sir?" He's like, "What is this thing about us having to pay for uh tickets for next year in November?" I like, yeah, uh, I saw it too. I, I was yeah. like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I don't make up the rules. I'm, I'm at the game just like you. <laughs> I'm I'm just part of the team, just like you, man. So. Uh, I get it. I'm, I'm, I don't know what's going on. And then, then I seen Fireman post a video a little while ago talking yeah. about we still got to make it to the playoffs and something else before we um, do this Next year. Yeah. So, man, what do you think about that happening, man? And they fucking at us like we we uh, charging them for the tickets. <laughs> what's going on? I know it was on my kids' soccer game yesterday. And like, you know, it was like 200, 300 bucks for just seats up top. Barbers because Philly travels up, but they probably would have wanted to send the tickets out after a win versus the Eagles. Not after, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you know, you got to like just, you know, when you wanted something from your parents and then uh, like you're in a bad mood, but as soon as they're like smiling, you just hit them with it. That's yeah. what they should have done. But hey, he's spending money. You know, he locked up Quinnen. He's, you know, he's bringing in guys. He's spending money. So I can't complain. I understand from the fans. I mean, if you got a family of four, you're going there and spending $800,000. But, uh, hey, if they put the product out there, people are going to pay. But the good thing is, me and you, we don't have to pay for our tickets. So, uh, you know, it's it's not as bad. I feel bad. But uh, if you go there and witness a win like that, you know, that makes it a, a little easier writing out that check. Maybe. Well, I, I, hope, I, I hope they get it worked out. I hope they make the playoffs this year because I think they have a good chance. Like I say, three and three at this point um, is, is solid for having the toughest schedule in the NFL. And our defense is playing the way. So they can keep this up. The defense can do it. They, I don't know about the four turnovers a week. 
But if the offense can step up a little bit, or maybe even special teams kick in a touchdown every other week yeah. or every third week to help the offense out, I, I, I think I think we could squeak into the playoffs because you see Aaron Rodgers out there throwing the ball before the game. So that, if you didn't know, you'd just be like, you know, he's just chilling. He's not moving around a lot, but he's, there's no limp. I don't no, know the hell he, and he he didn't have on like a walking boot. He had on some Adidas. He had on some yeah. straight Adidas. I mean, he was out there walking around with no cane, no walker, no nah. no assistance. He he's he's up and moving. So <laughs> hey, this, I don't know. I don't know what he's taking and what what, what they're giving him. I want some. <laughs> that you whatever, whatever that is, give me some. So we can go back uh, uh, about 10 years because, man, to come yeah. off a surgery that fast and out there throwing the ball upright. Listen, he had his low profile. People are like, well, you know, if, if, if they're good enough for Zach to lead him to the playoffs, would you really want Aaron Rodgers to come back and play? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if he's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, good. I was going to say, I was, I was going to ask you about your offensive MVP. But I don't get into that. I had a question. I was listening to Bart Scott. He said uh, the one thing was the, the the ceiling was winning the East, and the uh, you know the low was making the playoffs. I don't know if that's possible, but this is what they're talking about. What did you think about them letting Brees Hall score so they get the ball back? Do you think he should have laid it down on the one? Of course, I think it, he should have laid it down. Of course, laid it down. I said that when I and that's, that's another thing about situational awareness I was talking about earlier. Yeah. They aren't coaching these guys to know what's at stake throughout the game. And that's another thing with coaching. I wasn't going to go into it, but since you brought it up, I shall partake. <laughs> they have to make these guys aware. These instances are telling me that they are not coaching these guys properly. They're not giving them the knowledge and understanding of the game. Why would you give them the ball back? With a minute and some change left, they have no timeouts. Right. If you stop at the one, you run the clock out, you kick the field goal, game's over, they never touch. You score a touchdown, you're only up by six. They got two minutes left right. to go down the field and score and possibly beat you when they don't have a chance to touch the ball again if you kick it and win it. It worked out, yeah. but the logical way to do it was him to go down at the one and not go in the end zone. They never touched the ball again. You kick the field goal, game is over. And that is another issue why I gave coaching a B because situational awareness is going to rear its head again before the year is over and bite us if they don't get it corrected during this bye week because it, it you can't put it on a player – Right. You can't put it on Zach when your star running back just did did it. They're not coaching it. So if you're not coaching these guys to do what they're supposed to do, you need to stick your head up and raise your hand and say, look, that's on us. Don't point at Zach. Don't point at Brees. We did not coach them to do what they needed to do in these situations because they're not aware of what, what these situations require. Yeah. So people know we go over a situational four-minute drive, try around the clock, two-minute you know, your two-point plays. But uh, I don't know if we've been in the position in a while to actually want to do that because we would never really have a lead or anything like that. 
And people are like, well, you you want your defense out there doing uh, this and that. They could have ran down to 30, uh, 30 seconds, but that's the thing. You can't have like the next thing happen and then say, okay, we'll learn from it. We're going to learn from this. We'll probably never do it again. But yeah, we have to look and see what possibly can happen that we're not prepared for. And things keep popping up. So, um, listen, we're lucky. We're three and three. Uh, you know, I said, you know, pre-first uh, game, yeah, three and three would be great. But uh, post-injury of Aaron, I think three and three really looks uh, really looks good. So well, before we go, I'm going to pose a question. You got four games coming up, and I gave you who it is. Chargers, Raiders, Bills, Dolphins. Right. Your next four games. How many of those games do you think they need to win to have a chance in the end? I mean, two minimum. I think they, I think they could beat the Chargers. I think they could beat the Raiders. Um, we got to go to Buffalo, and I guess Miami's home. I mean, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to pull. We have to win one of those and get another win in the uh, and have like a tiebreaker. Uh, two and two, the least, but they got to go three and one if they want to get themselves up there. Uh, where they're not fighting, like for uh, you want to be controlling your own destiny. Come end December, January, you can't be in there like uh, we need this to happen and that to happen. This happen. if if we would have won one more game, we wouldn't have to worry. I mean, you know, we've we've been in a situation like that before, uh, and things you know fall your way. But uh, we're, we're Jet fans. Doesn't doesn't always work that way. I get it. Well, buddy, I hope they can pull it off for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring. I know it's going in the bye week, and people are gonna be pissed at me. I don't see us winning in L.A. I don't. I see us winning in Vegas. I don't see us winning in Buffalo. And I don't see us beating the Dolphins with this offense right now. All right. So well, I. So we're gonna have to hope for some good things to happen. So I got them going one in three over the next. Four weeks after the bye, if they don't fix our offense. I hated to say it, but I got to be honest with you. I watched the game. It is what it is. I love you, brother. I'll see you soon. Good to see you, Grumpy uh, LC, back. Uh, I'll talk to you next week. Love you, man.